Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Boom. We're live. Okay, perfect. Let me open my Rambler, Austin, Texas. Is that beer? Yes. A morning beer? Mm-hmm. What a party animal, dude. I have a beer every day at noon. Is that true? Yeah, that's how I get by. It's not very funny to make fun of that, is it? <laughs> Probably not. Is that really a beer? <laughs> this is a lemon-lime sparkling water. Oh, okay. In, brewed if you brew sparkling water in uh, Austin, Texas, which is where I am right now. Rambler uh, just sounds like a beer. So when you said that, I was like, okay. And then when you said that one every day at noon, I was like, well, you can probably do that until you're like 35 and then it's going to start affecting your health. (laughs) I I mean, I think that's the idea. They wanted it to sound like a beer, you know? Uh, Yeah, I think they did. There's that other one that's a death water or something or. Yeah. 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 What it's, um, I know what you're talking like skulls and it looks totally like a tall (laughs) boy. No, it's called liquid death, liquid death. Yeah. It's just water. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so silly. Okay. Yeah, it works. It's it does. Marketing. Yeah. People love it. Um, no, we're live. Listen, I told you we're going to, we're going to just be rolling into these things from now on. It's pickle pod. We're here. You're not doing an intro or anything. That is the intro we're in. Okay, cool. <laughs> we're it's, in. We're in. It's just us this time. Yep. Um, we figured, okay, we've had what four guests now. And yeah. we never really had a moment where we just had a conversation, us two. And I feel like our audience could benefit a little bit from getting to know us better. And um, maybe not having like a host who's the, the topic of conversation or the focus the whole time. So it's just me and Tyson this episode. We're our own guests. Yeah, I like it. I do too. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the Pickle Pod, everybody. This is us. <laughs> Thomas yeah, Shields yeah. and Tyson Apostle. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> we did no, it. Thomas, where are you do, at? You're trying to do like an intro. I think you have to do of, a little intro. You know, there's some sort of like thing in you from doing other podcasts where you're like, I have to do an intro, but I don't think you do. Now I'm in the podcast mindset because I did a little intro for myself so that now I feel like we're really rolling. Uh, you're in Texas, right? I'm in Austin. Austin, yep. Texas. Uh, that's probably like the blueberry city or I don't know. There's <laughs> something to go with Austin because yeah. it's such an iconic city. Uh, and you were there for multiple reasons. Yeah. The so, PPA Texas Open and mm-hmm. Major League Pickleball. The Major League Pickleball Draft. The Major League Pickleball yeah. Draft, which sounds super official. And it does. It was swirling. It, we've had major league pickleball rumors swirling for months and months and months and months. And nobody really knew what it was or what was happening. And I have to say still, even now for myself, I still don't know what it is or what is happening. I know they selected teams. It's teams of four, two pro men and two pro women on a team. And yeah. they're doing some type of team format. How many teams are there? Eight teams. 
eight teams, eight teams. If you're a pro that did not get selected, uh, sorry for your loss. And, uh, what's the, what is the point of major league pickleball? How is this working? What's the point of major league pickleball? I don't, I don't know, but I do know <laughs> as far as, <laughs> I mean, like, okay. do you want their, do you want their mission statement? Uh, um, yeah. What well, do they have? No, but as far as like, something, yeah, as far as what to expect. Uh-huh. So it's going to be filmed one weekend, November 5th to 8th at dreamland. We've talked about this. Um, but I, I mean, my hope, and I think their hope is like, this is a new legit league that puts a spotlight on the top level of play in pickleball, legitimizes the sport and shows that, Hey, like there are real athletes in this thing. And, um, I think the format's really cool. So being at the event was awesome. Uh, watching the draft actually happen was really cool. Um, Did they do like a whole NBA thing where you go up, you sit down, you sign, you get a hat, you cry, and then you now, talk about there for was, a little bit? Yeah, there was some like hat handouts because some of the owners were there, like like Tim from the Austin Pickle Ranchers. Like he mm-hmm. was there, so he would give out a hat. Um, Is that I one of the teams, was, the Austin Pickle Ranchers? Yeah. yeah I have to so, say that the teams I've seen, I mean, none of them had like Wolverine Sabertooths or something cool. They were all like... Yeah pickle people players yeah yeah they they wolverine saber tooths are you kidding me that's not <laughs> one of them yeah so i just came up were, with that too they were based off of like the owner yeah and their company that was like sponsoring the team so like right one of them is team clean which is named after clean cause which is like a sparkling water or it's like a yerba yerba mate yerba mate drink. I don't know. And also, Team Clean is not as cool as uh, Wolverine Sabertooths. Agreed. Yeah, we were talking about how like having these sort of like random team names makes them less marketable. But that would be of everything in Major League Pickleball. My only qualm is that like the team names themselves aren't that marketable like you can't necessarily have a mascot for them like the red wings which is right. wait, the red wings don't really have a mascot that's the one <laughs> i should not have they said. probably do do they not have a mascot that runs around the stadium a, and no so it's it's a squid there you go but for the red wings yeah it doesn't make sense but they at least have something it makes sense when you get into it it's actually pretty sick so the eight <laughs> tentacles of uh, an uh-huh. octopus or a squid it's like an octopus, but the fans throw squids onto the ice, and each tentacle represents one of their Stanley Cups. They've since won. I think they have 11 Stanley Cups now. So they have but, an 11 armed octopus running around the stadium. They just add, <laughs> staple on an extra arm to the costume every time. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, and it's getting really taxing for the the guy in the mascot. <laughs> yeah, it gets heavier and heavier. Yeah. <laughs> Every few years, there's like a, a few more pounds are added to the costume. Cool. I like that. I, I I agree with you. Like I saw some of the team names. And I was like, I, as a casual viewer, do not understand. I understand that it's probably linked to some corporation or something. But yeah. if it was like the Team Clean Raiders or something like that, uh or whatever, then you can, then the team ownership can transfer to someone else if, if need be, but still maintain its, uh, 
uh, its individuality that it's right. had. Like, and th there's nothing distinguishing these teams as far as that goes, other than the person yeah, who right. presumably is funding them, right? Right. It, it, yeah. It, it makes the team seem more like an ownership group than a team, like an organization, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So I, I agree with you there, but. And are these, um, uh, are these players going to have to share out codes? Uh, they're part of an affiliate program with clean. Yeah. Right. It sounds down. like, yeah, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Um, but, but no, so yeah, the, the draft itself was, was an awesome event. So I listen, pickleball is in its infancy. And yeah. so I typically have low expectations for anything in the sport. Um, Just cause it's budding and new. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, um, I always concede that it has a long way to go. Um, and there, there's a couple organizations that are doing a good job of like putting pickleball in a light that looks truly professional. Major yeah. League Pickleball is, is definitely one of them. Once they hit go on their marketing strategy, it was like this video really well done, this photo shoot, awesome. Right. Like their logo, all the marketing on their website, it's very professional, it's very clean. Uh, and they've done a really good job so far. And I think the draft itself reflected that. And I was really surprised. Again, I had low expectations. I didn't know what I was going into. Right. Because they kept it a pretty there. big mystery. So nobody really yeah. knew exactly. Well, I think that, and, and that's, it seems like that was deliberate. It was yeah, like. No, that everybody was excited to see what it pipe. is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like the. Uh, the fire festival of uh, pickleball where all we're seeing is orange squares. We know something's coming, but what exactly? Yeah. We don't know. Except when we got there, there was something legitimate. <laughs> yeah, at least, it was at least so far. We'll see <laughs> November, you know, 5th or whatever, when, when it airs, we'll see if, um, if it comes to fruition. But what kind of hors d'oeuvres did they have there? No hors d'oeuvres. There was an open bar. Okay. Most people weren't drinking because a lot of them were players. Mm -hmm. Some of them were like 14 years old, like Anna Lee Waters. Okay. But she's um, with her mom. Yeah. Are her and her mom on different teams? Yes. Which is cool. Yeah. It'll be, be cool fun. to see them play against each other. Yeah. And um, but let me ask yeah, you all so these questions from a casual, uh, from somebody who's just watched all of this major league pickleball go down on social media and seen comments and stuff. There's multiple contests throughout the year, right? Just one to start. Just one to start. Okay. Yes. So the teams are only staying together for this one to start. So then if they do multiple, are they redrafting or are they keeping the same teams? Because that will also determine like, you're not going to get attached to a team if they switch teams every single event. Right. I don't know. So maybe nobody knows. So only one to start. And when is this happening? November 5th, 8th. Oh, it's coming up. Yeah. It's, it took a month. Yeah. Okay, month. cool. I'm excited. It's right I, around uh, the corner. Yeah. Are you going to be there physically for it? Sure. Will. Thomas, you live quite the life, <laughs> quite the pickleball life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anything right, else? So yeah. So back, just back to the draft itself. Um, I, so I, I didn't know what to expect. Arrived at the venue, it was this massive castle. Um, it was like a it was a wedding venue, and when I saw that, oh. I was like, I was like, oh, wedding! Like we can do like a cool restaurant or something. But then when we got there, I was like, dang, this is awesome. 
I I pictured it when I when I saw your videos of it. Yeah. And the castle, I thought of medieval times. Yeah. It had that vibe. Yeah. Okay. Cool. (laughs) But then when you got in there, it was like it actually was kind of medieval on the inside. But um, (laughs) they had, I mean, they had like they had like twenty people uh, for their production team. All sorts of you know cameras. I mean, it was it was really professional. I felt like I was at um, a true like like an NBA draft or something like that. Okay. Then the drafting actually started, and the players. started getting announced. And what we slowly realized was once a player was on a team, now they were thinking, okay, who do I want as my teammates? Oh, right. So So they started texting the owners. They're calling the owners. They're texting the owners. Uh, Some of the owners are walking around. There's little like pods forming. Like uh, at one point. Yeah. The first person picked then has input on who the second person is going to be on their team. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Like it. Yeah. There was a schoolyard pick. What's that? It's like a schoolyard pick. It's not so much a draft as a schoolyard pick is once they select somebody, then that person then has the input to be like, no, let's okay. Let's go this direction. Yeah. I like it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, I, I would say, you know, I, I'm not, I don't want to like, I want to put anybody on blast, but there were definitely decisions made where people were drafted ahead or not drafted at all because it was like, okay, either one, I have way more chemistry with this person, even though this person is like on paper a better player. Right. Or maybe I've never played with this person. Like, I, like, I don't know how we'd fare together. So let's avoid that person. Or like, you'd get drafted higher if you're a lefty. Right. Oh, I'm left. I'm a lefty. So you would, I mean, you could have been like 20th pick. All you had to do was show up. I probably would have been. (laughs) And this is how my whole life has been like in soccer growing up. They're like, we need a left guy. So you are the left guy in baseball. It was like, you get to be our left-handed pitcher and our first baseman and our right fielder. And it was like, there's always a place for a left-hander as long Mm -hmm. as he's not horrible. Mm -hmm. Hockey, like, Hockey would have been also. That's one where like, if you are left hand, it's like debatably you have a legitimate advantage. Yeah. So Um, going back to hockey, it's the hockey pod. Yeah, it is. So uh, cool. So were there, so a lot of pros showed up. Did all the pros who were drafted, were they all there physically or no? Not all of them. No, there were a few missing like Tyson McGuffin wasn't there. Um, like Lee Whitwell wasn't there. Andre Diescu or however you say that wasn't there. Okay. A lot of Apologies. the late, a lot of the late rounders really. Um, Tyson okay. wasn't, a, Tyson was an early rounder, but, um, and were there the people there, were there pros there who did not get selected? Yes. And was there disappointment visible on that? I'm faces? sure there was. I, I, I didn't pay attention to that. I'm sure there was disappointment. I'm sure you didn't there was run a lot with of a camera point. and try and interview people that didn't get selected as soon as it <laughs> yeah, happened. Yeah, just like get up. The draft just ended. Face. How do you feel? Yeah, yeah, that would um, be a bummer. But hey, listen, there's a lot of like undrafted players in other leagues that are like, all right, that lights the fire that drives them to be a Hall of Famer, right? So yeah, that's what these guys needed. Maybe. There you go. And yeah. more teams will probably come in in the future if they keep doing it, right? Yeah, yeah, and I think that's that's part of the plan. Going back to your 
your next question is, is it going to be multiple times throughout the year? Like, I, I think they're thinking about expanding to making it multiple times throughout the year, um, expanding the number of, of teams. Okay. Uh, so, you know, everything's up in the air and I think right. they want to get this first one under their belt, do it right, see how it goes. And then from there, reassess and uh, build it out. Okay. So, yeah. I'm excited to see it. Where yeah, do you think yeah. we can, where, where are we going to be able to watch this thing? Um, so live stream. So I, I think we'll be helping to live stream it. Um, okay. Will we be also commentating you and I? Let's make our official pitch. Okay. Uh, Look into the camera and talk to uh, Steven and Brooks and all the owners and okay. make your pitch. Steven Brooks and all the owners. Nobody has a better voice than me. I promise. How was me that? Me too, when I talk smooth like Tyson. And by the way, yes. I did make my commentating debut in Dallas. I saw at that. The PGA Texas Open, two championship matches. Right. So um, this same weekend or this same week, you're already in Texas. The Texas Open is happening. You've got to be there because that's the hot spot of pickleball this week. Yep. And did you have this plan? You were commentating for the PPA, two championship matches for Fox two sports, right? No, I have a confession. What? The first two matches that I commentated on were not on Fox sports. I was bummed. But okay. That doesn't take away from the fact that I got a couple reps in I showed I've got some potential and, yeah. and you know, hey, Major League Pickleball. We've got yeah. somebody with experience. We've yep. got somebody with the smoothest voice. And, and I also uh, have lots of experience talking in general. Yeah, you talk a lot. I'll give you that. See? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was... Uh, it, so it wasn't, it wasn't like planned, but we've talked about it in the past where like me and the Connors, or I would like say to Hannah, Hannah Johns be like, Hey, like whisper in there, like tell them I, like, I'd love to commentate. Okay. And they said I could do it. And they said, but like, I would always get cold feet and never ask. And then this time around, it was just Connor. And I looked over at the beginning of the match and I was like, I'm right here. Like, do you need some help? And he was like, yeah. And um, yeah, so it was a, uh, it was a um, fun experience. I like commentating. I think it's cool. Yeah, I like commentating too. I did some commentating at the Gamma Classic, <laughs> and I did a little bit at a, a tournament in Arizona, the Red Mountain uh, Ranch uh, Pickleball Tournament, whatever it's called. And uh, I also enjoy it. I mean, you just let the action speak for itself and then chime in once in a while when uh, nothing's happening. Right. Uh, but, oh, man, I gave all my secrets away. That's okay. <laughs> My uh, one fear was that um, I've just seen some of the Facebook comments in the past. People are not nice. So you're not going to read Facebook. I thought I'd get ripped apart. And um, well, let's just say there wasn't anything bad. So that in my that's opinion, good. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it sounds like so for the PPA, it sounds like if you're just in the vicinity and you raise your hand, you could <laughs> potentially become a commentator, a professional pickleball commentator. Yep, Exactly. So there's going to be all these people just hovering around the booth at the you PPA. Could, yeah, you're just getting the line. Getting the line. 
Uh, no, I, I mean, I think there was some credit given to the fact that like I write about pickleball for a living. Sure. Uh, and um, they know we have this podcast and stuff like that. So. Yeah. I just like the idea of like people, the randoms just being like, choose me. And they're like, get on in the booth. Let's see what you got. Well, they did have at uh, halftime of one of the championship matches, mm-hmm. a rapper come out and rap his pickleball song, which was really interesting. Good. Uh, Is there footage? Um, maybe, probably somewhere. You for real didn't film that and put that on TikTok? I like was, I didn't even get to, I watched the, like, I watched him hyping up the crowd before are he you, started rapping. Oh my, are you kidding? Then me, I had to dude? go do something. I had to like, I had to run back to my car. I can't even remember. I was like getting equipment or something like that. I, I can know. guarantee you the pickleball rap at halftime would have gotten you more hits on TikTok than anything else you posted up there for sure. <laughs> well, so first of all, our success on TikTok is because people are like, what the hell is pickleball? And they see yeah. these like fast points and they're like, what, like, what, what is going on here? And to see not only pickleball, but somebody pickleball rapping. Yes. At halftime. Mine's uh, blown. Or between games and like a crowd into it. I think they would have been confused times 10. So you're That's right. what I'm saying. Yes. That's what I'm saying. It would have shared passed. around. People would have used the audio. People would have done duets with it. It would have gone berserko. And uh, they have to have this guy back. Who has footage of that? Get us footage. I have no idea. I know. But I know they did it in Vegas too. So he's one of the guys who works with one of the companies that's a vendor mm-hmm. at the PPA tournaments. So he, okay. like, I don't know his role. Rapper. Um, but, uh, well, yeah, he's the rapper now. <laughs> he's He's been promoted. Um, Dude, this is incredible. This is the best news, the best pickleball news I've heard all yeah. week. Dude, the most exciting pickleball news I've heard all week. Yeah. There was a rapper that rapped about pickleball yeah. at the PPA in between games. Right, wild. And this, was this the main story of your newsletter this week? Dude, dude he was great too. He, he like... He clearly had some uh, some stage presence ex- experience because he had a pickleball in one hand and a mic in the other. And he was like, you know, he was boom, getting everybody boom, going. He boom, was like, let's go, boom. hands in the air. And everyone was like, all right, I don't know what's about okay. to happen. So when I left. <laughs> Did he have I, a t-shirt cannon or something? He, he showed up when I left before the, like I saw, I heard the beginning of the song itself, but okay. by the time I left, the crowd was like, all right. <laughs> so yeah, he did a, he did a good job. I'm telling you that I, I mean, there was a time in my youth growing up in the nineties where every single promotional tune was a little rap and uh, the real rap artists I'm sure we're disgusted by it as were anybody who actually listened to rap music, but the boomers of that generation or of that time, the old people of that time thought it was the dopest thing they'd ever heard. Like a rap about fruit loops on TV. This is crazy. I love it. Dude. And, and like, I imagine those are the same people that are in the conference room be like, what, what would young people like to hear about fruit? Loops? Yes. It's like a rap. Yes. And so this is exactly that where they're like, okay, uh, how can we reach 
the young kids. Let's do a wrap. But then the only people eating up the wrap are the old people who were the generation who created the wrap in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. I wish yeah. I could have been there. I would honestly, if I could create a time machine, this might be the moment I go back to uh, to visit this uh, pickleball wrapper. I remember a, a bunch of, uh, and honestly, I feel like these weren't that long ago, but Reese's Puffs wraps. Yeah. There's a lot of corporate wraps and (laughs) none of them are beautiful. They hit the marketing on the head there. I really (laughs) need want to grab a bowl of Reese's Puffs. (laughs) It's so good. Every time a corporation comes out with a wrap, I'm like, oh no, here we go. And uh, it never disappoints because it's always ultra disappointing. That was great. Yeah, it's so great. Uh, (laughs) Well, if we can ever get that guy on the podcast or get him to do our theme song for the podcast. Are you kidding me, dude? Oh, I already, I God, I did want to, do you ever, do you ever send it? Oh, I've done this to you. You know, you like send it, you get an idea in the moment. Yeah. Send a text. Mm -hmm. It sounds great. And then you get distracted. And then the person on the other side is like, so I did that with our intro song. So everybody listening, we're working on getting a a cool little custom intro song. And I, I reached out to, um, uh, Ozzy Levin, who's this awesome rapper, and to do like a, a little custom jingle. Okay. And uh, we started kind of mapping it out, and then now I'm realizing right now I need to, uh, I need to, I need to get back to him. Okay. Uh, but if if he's out or if he's yeah. too expensive, yes, we'll go to the uh, the pickleball rapper because I kind of like that a little bit more now. We'll see. Yeah, I love it. I love <laughs> the idea, dude. And there's some story behind it and everything. So awesome. Yeah, so the awesome. only the only question is like, all right, can he get? Because we don't want to we don't want him to record in like his like uh, like you know like headphone piece, right? No, like we, we got to get like, him. Uh, we got to get want, him in a studio. Yeah. We yeah. want some quality stuff, so for sure. Uh, yeah, um, I know some people. We'll get him in a studio somewhere. Let's see. All right, what do we want to talk about? So we want everything to go through. Um some of like the results from uh, from the texas open yes lots of upsets right yeah and honestly like i felt like of all the tournaments i've been to so san clemente was awesome and i kind of put that one on a pedestal but i thought this one was just from like a match play perspective was some of the best pickleball i've ever seen Okay. Uh, and and definitely the most into matches I've ever gotten, particularly watching Tyson McGuffin and Callie Smith. Yes. Uh, who were on fire. Callie Smith was playing, I think, the best pickleball I've ever seen out of a uh, out of a women's player, especially in mixed. Okay. He was just like fearless and going like right at Jay Devilia. We usually, you know, you go at the the. It's usually like a cross court dink between right. the two females. They're like right. basically targeting each other. Um, but she was, I mean, she took it right to Jay multiple times. And if so many clips of her um, just beating him like right down the line. And basically what that did was it made Jay have to stay home. Right. Because he what he wants to do is get aggressive, come yeah. to the middle of the court, poach, He's a he's a freak athlete, right? He can jump around. He he's fast. He's aggressive, right? Um, 
And what she did was say, no, you're not allowed to play your game. You need to stay where you are. Otherwise, I'm going to go right down the line on you. And uh, I think it made all the difference. And um, Tyson and Callie just looked in in control over Jesse Irvin, just as Jesse Irvin and and um, and Jay Davila versus Tyson McGuffin and, and Callie Smith. Uh, and this was not the the final, by the way. Uh, that was uh, an unbelievable match. Tyson was playing insane defense. Galley was playing insane offense, playing fearlessly. And um, now it, it was just one of the most like exciting matches I've ever watched and definitely yielded some of the best highlights I have, I've ever seen. There was yeah, one that, I saw like, your highlights that you had posted totally all blew over. Up. Yeah, like some sick points. And um and yeah, bronze in, in mixed doubles too, by the way, was Anna Lee and, and Anna Lee Waters and JW Johnson, whose like collective age is under like under my age myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It's, yeah. Yeah, that sorry, I didn't mean to throw you under the bus there. Um, no, I did it to myself, but it's <laughs> incredible. Um, but but yeah, and they had they had wins over um Two pretty big wins over AJ Kohler and Leah Jansen, which is a, a good win. Uh, but more impressively would be Matt Wright and Lucy Kovalova, who are debatably like the best doubles team in the world. And they have tons of experience playing together. Right. And they're both individually dominant. And uh, so pretty crazy to see them pull off those two wins and, and walk away with the bronze. Yeah, that is incredible. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Okay, so we that's mixed doubles. Uh yep. gendered doubles, what do we have going on? Uh lots of upsets there as well, right? Yeah, so in I mean, it was pretty pretty run of the mill finish as far as gold goes. So uh Ben Johns and, and Matt Wright, but they played Rob Cassidy and, and Rob Nunnery. Uh Rob Squared. And yeah. that was also a really entertaining match. And I'm planning to put together like a little highlight reel of just ridiculous things rob cassidy did in that match okay he was like he literally like he acted like he was sliding into first base on a point and i have it on video and it's not really going to make sense until i put it on instagram uh but he would just be like diving all over the court he was super vocal he challenged a call he made don stanley the head ref go and review whether the ball was dented and i posted it on yes Instagram if you guys want to look at that yeah don stanley was so mad when he went over to the booth because he was like there's n there's no way we're going to be able to see anything on this video and everybody knew it but i think rob was just like trying to make a point yeah <laughs> so he made him go because <laughs> it, it did bounce really weird it did. And it definitely dented in the moment, but there's nothing you can do about that because the ball was fine afterward. Right. So like, I think we knew he was right, but you can't there. It was just like, there's no evidence. So what are you going to do? So is that going to be the goal now of pros is to hit the ball so hard they dent it and it bounces funky? Yeah, maybe. But I, I think like if it's not, you know, 90 degree Dallas heat, the ball probably breaks. Okay. But it was really malleable because it was, you know, it was so So what hard. if it breaks in that moment? Is that a replay? Yeah, then it would be a replay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think 
it would be one of those like technicalities where you'd have to like dig into the rule. Okay. Um, if it broke, okay. yes. If it like dents like that and then undead doesn't necessarily break, then it's hard to say that that's what caused it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so the Robs had a great performance, uh, but it's going to be really difficult to beat Matt and uh, Matt and Ben. Right. Um, there was one other, like, what was the other one that I really wanted to mention? Um, I'm not sure, but I, I will just say Zane Navarro won his first PPA title. And when I heard that he won his first PPA title, I was like, really? Like, he hasn't he hasn't won one, so he did over seconds. JW. Yeah, he's been second so many times. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But he's just always like up at the top, you know, like. Right. And I think I think a lot about his results on the APP and sort of yeah. associate him with those and don't really think about his PPA results, which yeah, this is his first title. But yeah, he won it over uh, JW pretty convincingly. Actually, one of the games was uh, a bagel. So 11 out. Yeah. And, wow. uh, I think it had a lot to do with that serve he's got going, which, yeah. Uh, again, I, I think it'll be gone in 2022. So, but he'll come up with something else. And Zane, well. even without the serve is, uh, he's sick. Quite yeah. Quite the player. So yeah, he'll be just yeah. Fine. yeah, he'll be just fine. Uh, mm -hmm. that's exciting. Congratulations to Zane. He's one of the friends of the podcast here. And, uh, one of many friends, I would say. Mm -hmm. And then we get into women's doubles. And that final was also it was wild. quite ridiculous, right? Yeah, that's the one I wanted to talk about. Okay. I don't know how it slipped my mind because I've been thinking about it a lot because it was one of the craziest matches I've ever seen in that Anna Lee and her mother Lee uh, Waters. Are uh, three points away from winning the whole thing. Yep, in a shutout to zero and eight, eight to, to one three, in the third one. game. In crazy, okay. And uh, it's, I mean, it's over. Everybody in the, everybody watching the players, it's over. Everybody, like, we're about to, we're thinking about the next match. Even like the PPA guys are like, hey, let's make sure we have the next players warming up. Like, let's go, right? Little did they know it was going to be another hour at least before the match finished there was like two points where it went lucy lucy kovalova and simone jargine's way and that was all the fire they needed it was just it was just a little spark they got a little momentum they won that game and then from there it was like okay they were in the driver's seat uh and it was one of the best comebacks i've i've ever seen i think pickleball has ever seen and i say that because after uh, the Waters won the first two games, I was having a conversation with two other people about how the Waters are just too good now. Like they're just they're just too good. And Simone and Lucy, you know, their heard reign that. might be over. They like you can that. tell they're and we we talked about it. We we looked at that. And we were like their body language, their energy. It's low. They they seem like they're on defense. They're not in control. Uh, this match is over. Yeah. And somehow it switched and they ended up winning gold. And I think it was like one of the best, it, it was probably the best match I've ever, I've ever watched, but. So they had to come back on that third game from being down eight to one. They came back, yeah. won that, and then they won the next two to win the best of five. 
which is crazy yeah. that they were three points away from being shut out. Yep. Yep. And uh, Anna Lee was playing out of her mind. She was taking over points as she usually does. Uh, Lee was playing great. So it's not like the oh, team waters just rolled over. Yeah. They were playing well too. And Simone and Lucy just, they were on the top of their game. Wow. It's yeah. uh, I wish I could have been there, Thomas. <laughs> it was, that was a, it was a really good match, but yeah. So um, PPA Texas open one of the better tournaments I've, I've been to, um, you know, we had overcast the first, two days but sunny saturday and and sunday i got sunburned which was nice i needed that um, yeah it's good to get them sunburned because that always turns into a nice base yeah and then you know looking i you still look good i always i'm uh i'm finnish by the way yes we have six listeners in finland i think we should have more but six is still fine in Finland? Is there any pickleball in Finland? I mean, apparently. Yeah, so, there must be. Shout out to the Finns. Yeah, uh, let us know who you are. Yeah. They're, That's cool. What's a super Finnish name? Like, uh, Yakoslav? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know either. Um, but I'm 50% Finnish, so. So you should know a Finnish name. Well, I do, but it's just not like super generically finished, like okay. Rantanen or Dahlgren. Uh, it's pretty much like Swedish names are finished. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Viking, some Viking names. Yeah. Um, but cool. All right. Yeah. So PPA Texas Open. It was awesome. Sounds awesome. All right. Let's talk a little bit about just kind of like some, some recent. Um, well, first of all, let me just go through the tournaments coming up here. So. The next big tournaments for PPA, APP, so uh, October 15th. So next weekend, we've got the APP Hilton Head Open in South Carolina. Cool. Lots After of pros that, going to that. What's that? I said lots of pros going to that. I've seen a lot of yeah. people posting about going to Hilton Head. Yeah, definitely a, a, a popular tournament. Um, I think uh, I think it's well regarded. It's also like a great destination. So why wouldn't you want to go? Right. Um, October 21st, we've got the PPA championship in Vegas. I'll be there. Uh, we'll have, uh, another dink dude there. Uh, so we'll be well represented. I'm really looking forward to that one. Okay. And cool. then November 5th, we actually have major league pickleball. So, uh, November Incredible. 5th, 8th again, we'll We're finally, um, finally will be revealed. Uh, Major League Pickleball and what all that entails. So I'm really looking forward to to seeing that. I'll be there as well. And then lastly, to wrap up the year for for the PPA and maybe for the, no, the APP has one in, in December, but wrapping up the year for the, the PPA is the uh, PPA Masters, uh, which is in La Quinta, California. I say that correctly? Yeah, I think so. La Quinta, yeah. Cool. And that's hosted by Randall Emmett and Lala Kent. Um, they have, you know, their own paddle with, uh, with, uh, caricatures of themselves. Yeah. We won't name until they want to do an ad with us. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, they're avid pickleball players, big personalities, and they're actually hosting a celebrity pro am at that tournament as well. So that'll be cool. Very cool. Yep. Will our friend, uh, that we had on last week be playing there? 
Uh, yeah, he'll, I, I haven't asked him, at but the, I would assume at the celebrity program. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh, Doug. No, Doug. Probably, I, I don't think so. He, he, he doesn't like say, to play tournaments. Well, we brought it up on the podcast too. And I think he just said he wasn't going to, he just, he would have said, I'll, I'll be there. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah. think he will be. And yeah, you're right. I, he doesn't like to play tournaments. Apparently. Right. So. He just right. wants to have fun. Ball with exercise. The yeah. yeah. I, I get it. Matt Manassi in the face over and over. Yeah. Again. I mean, I would like to do that too. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. So a couple cool things. Well, let's start with this. So there's a couple uh, instances of uh, pickleball being on major platforms. So tomorrow morning, yep. uh, the Johns bros, Colin and Ben are going to be on live with Kelly and Ryan, which will okay. be really cool. I'm sure they'll just be talking about, you know, the rise of the sport. I think, you know, the sport kind of fits that demo of like Kelly and Ryan's demo. So it, it sure. makes sense, but you know, just being advocates for, for pickleball where the sport is added. And uh, someone just sent me a, a, uh, they DM'd it to me. I got to post it when we wrap up here, but they are in the middle of a street that looks like it's probably um, in like lower Manhattan. And they just like blocked off, uh, a block and they put out a pickleball court and Colin and Ben are just like in the middle of the street playing pickleball right now. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. It's an interesting site because I think everybody walking around probably just doesn't know who they are. And it's, it's yeah, kind of cool safe I, to assume. Yeah. I think like in 10, 15 years, like you'll kind of look back on that and be like the two, like, like the best doubles team in the world. And it's just like playing pickleball in the middle of the street and everyone was walking by like, what are you guys doing? Yeah, that, I, that could be. Uh, but in 10 to 15 years, the best pickleball players in the world will not be the same people that they are now, right? It'll be different names, probably. In all probability. Yeah. Uh, but, that, I mean, that's the growth of the sport. And I also do, like, right now, all the top pros, all the biggest names in the sport are very accessible. Uh and that mm -hmm. also makes it fun for the people who are following pickleball. So for they're sure. going to be on Ryan and Kelly tomorrow morning, Friday yeah. morning. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? What other big news blurbs do we have? Uh, so pick, pickleball in the news all over this week. Well, yeah, I mean, we had the the Boston Globe. Uh, you know, pickleball is growing at an unprecedented rate. Uh, you know, there was a lot of conversation around that. It was in the newsletters all over social media. Um, but again, just another. Uh, you know, testament to the fact that pickleball is absolutely exploding. Yeah. Um, and uh, even this morning, my buddy sent to me, I love the Joe Rogan podcast. I listen to it all the time. I didn't listen to the most recent episode, but sure enough, there's, you know, five to 10 minute segment where they just talk about pickleball. Yeah. And if people from the Joe Rogan podcast that are listeners that wanted to listen to longer than 10 to 15 minutes about pickleball, we're the podcast for you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 they're like the biggest pickleball or the, the biggest one of the largest yes. podcasts in the world. I would Correct. bet. So we're getting some it, notoriety here. Yeah. And um, I mean, they totally like shit all over pickleball. They were like, uh, like Joe, when they pulled it up, they pulled up like Google images or whatever. And Joe goes, Oh, look at those dead people. Right. Like, yeah, you know, he, the classic stigma, it's for 
retirement communities. Um, but uh, yeah, so you definitely took a bunch of shots at it. But like, I think the, I think it matter. Yeah, shining, shining a light on it is, is good in right to, to any degree. Yeah, um, I agree. So yeah, uh, very cool. And uh, yeah. I mean, I discovered pickleball in my retirement community. So yeah, yeah. he's not totally wrong. Well, my, I mean, my grandpa showed me pickleball. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. So yeah. he's not totally wrong, but I think that are, are the younger and younger generations are playing it. Yeah. Yeah. The so young, I mean, that's, how fun it is. that's kind of the story for, for most people. Right. But yeah, I think, you know, that's, that's one of the big questions. And, and so I was at, um, I was at dreamland yesterday, which is where, uh, it's in Austin. It's just outside of Austin, where Major League Pickleball will be filmed. Yeah. Um, Rob Nunnery, his wife, uh, Deckel Barr, Vivian David, and and her. Rob Nunnery's and, wife is Deckel Barr. Is that? Did I say it like that? Did it sound like that? Rob Nunnery's wife, Deckel Barr. No, Rob Nunnery. <laughs> I was talking fast. Rob Nunnery and his wife, comma Deckel Barr, comma okay. Vivian David, comma her sister. And potentially AJ Kohler soon. They all live at, at Dreamland, right? Um, and uh, but yet I was I was there yesterday, kind of just doing like touring the facility, meeting with the the Major League Pickleball and Duper guys. And uh, I was just chatting with with Rob Nunnery a bit, and we were just kind of talking about uh, the the challenges that the sport still has in in front of it. Like we've talked about this before, but it's exploding at a participation level. So everybody's right. playing it, right. but is it going to explode from a spectator standpoint? Is it going to grow uh, in the younger demographic, the the you know Gen Zs more within millennials? I think the upper end of millennials are playing it right now. Uh, but if it really wants to become a mainstream sport, uh, it needs to grow <laughs> at. Um, at uh at younger ages and, and more young people need to start playing the sport um, right and i think that's why it's, it's really great that the boston globe was get, is going to cover it and, and shine a light on it joe rogan's going to talk about it even though he's talking about it being an, an older sport i'm we talking have, about it on my social media you're talking about it on your social media uh speaking of randall emmett he's he's doing the same thing lala kent like they're bringing eyeballs to the sport. Something like right. Major League Pickleball, you're, you're seeing the names associated with it, the investment that's being made by accomplished business uh, men and women. That's um, that's a, a, a major testament. Uh, so all these things are hopefully going to uh, put a spotlight on pickleball and and just coax people into saying, okay, what is this? And hopefully help to facilitate growth at, at um, a younger level. Because I'll, I'll just leave it at this. One of the things we were saying uh, was, or, or like a question that was posed, like, will it become the next tennis where there's courts everywhere and people watch it and people play it? Or will it become like the next darts where, yeah, you could walk, you could go into any town and probably you walk into any bar like there's multiple dart boards yeah but have you ever watched darts besides like the weird viral clips on you know tiktok hardly no i haven't <laughs> but i did learn how to play darts for reels and got my own set of custom darts that were weighted specifically for me 
and learned the technique and everything. And that's a good point. And honestly, I think nobody knows. And that's, uh, I think you just try and it's building and it's growing fast and it's, will it reach the point where people who don't really play pickleball will enjoy watching it? Or do you have to play to watch and do you have to play well to enjoy watching? So there's a lot of that stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's young and it's in its infancy. And, uh, lots of people are trying lots of different things and some things will stick and some things won't. So my hope for it is it is, it continues growing professionally, but also on the rec level. Uh, but, uh, you never know. Yeah. Well, at this point, like, I think we just are enjoying watching what it's going to do. Right. I think there's a lot of people making the bet. We're, we're definitely one of them. So, yeah, I think so. Uh, cool. Uh, anything else, Thomas? Um, no, I think I wanted, the last thing I wanted to pose was, will it be like darts or will it be like tennis? I was like, that's a really good like thing I can say. That's the thing. You can yeah. say that. And that's how you want to close the whole thing out like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So you want to pose the question to the audience and then have it be unanswered by us. Yeah. Send us your, send us your feedback. And also leave us a review on the podcast, please, 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 please go on. That helps us so much. And yeah. uh, we're doing this free of charge to you. You get to listen to us for an hour, talk about pickleball. Uh, if you like it, get on, leave a review and that will boost us in all of the podcatchers, which then gets us uh, more visibility. Yep. And, uh, if you're on Spotify, I didn't know this, um, and I think a lot of people don't know this, this function, or maybe I'm just a moron and I don't know Spotify, but hit okay. the follow button on our, uh, on our podcast. So you'd be like updated whenever we, we release a new episode and all that. So, okay, perfect. Uh, follow me at Tyson apostle everywhere that you need to. And if you download the pickle play app, I am on there. If you want to find me to play some games, uh, that's one of the surest ways to connect over pickleball with me is uh, downloading the pickle play app. It's free to use. You can find courts, whatever. Uh, Thomas, what are the best ways they can see what you're up to? Um, yeah, well, so follow us on Instagram. I've probably referenced our, our Instagram multiple times throughout this episode. So follow. Still, um, let's do it one more time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, listen, hey, it's, I think we've got like 35,000 followers now. Definitely the biggest pickleball. Instagram sure. out there, which is, yeah. which is pretty cool. Um, pretty cool to think that's, Hey, there's another Testament, but sign up for our, our newsletter, uh, which you can do at the dink pickleball.com slash sign up. Um, and then yeah, join, join our Facebook group. Um, we just want to like, if you want to continue the conversation of what's going on in this podcast, like do it in our, our Facebook group. We want to, want to ramp that up, but for everything else, link tree, slash dink fam perfect that's where you can find the newsletter that's where you can find all the social medias that's where you can find the podcast all of it uh okay very cool thomas cool. uh i think we had a great episode i think i think we did too yeah one of our best yet for sure yeah, yeah. so take that zane we don't need you oh no we do need zane yeah we hear this you. i also yes. yeah also we want you to come back on so yeah definitely so okay we did it we did it that's our sign off